genre. What up, nerds, and welcome to Tales from the Short Box, the once-weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about last week's comics. My name is Adam Sheehan, and I'm here, as always, with your usual panel of co-hosts, Sean Petit. Yo. Casey Crawford. Hello. And RJ Vite. Hello. As a courtesy, I want to remind our listeners that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. If you haven't read last week's books yet, uh, we're going to spoil them for you, so I'm going to give you the benefit of some timestamps in the episode description. Our top story today is Marauders, number 14, by Jerry Duggan, Ben Percy, Stefano Caselli, and Edgar Delgado. Yeah. How is everybody? Oh, man. I think I am, we're doing good. I'm happy to say I'm having a great day. As we're yeah. recording this, it is Saturday. Uh, it is November 7th, it which no, I, I have a feeling is going to become a national holiday pretty soon, where people <laughs> yeah. just dance in the streets every year. I like yeah, that. A, I like that. Last week we had the like, it was Halloween, so it was like cautiously optimistic, but now it's just like, all Unapo- right, here we go. Unapologetically happy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> happy for multiple reasons, most of which is that Philly saved the world. <laughs> just want to say you're welcome. Thought, as it always <laughs> thought it was going to. Yeah. I do. I do think today should be a national holiday. Today being November seventh, we we finally found out uh, who won this this all uh, stupid fucking. We summoned game. gritty as a Zord mech fight. <laughs> Dude, the best, I, I, oh my god! Uh, I think every year on November seventh, Americans should dance in the streets. I mean, I I fully support that. Like yeah. in, Just, end of Return of the Jedi energy that we have as a country yeah. right now. Yup, nup. Yep, I've been listening nup. to that song on repeat. I've been listening to that, uh, Philadelphia Freedom by uh, Elton John, mm-hmm. and um, what was the other one? The Action oh. News song? <laughs> yeah, the, the Action I'm, News theme. I'm going to be honest. I woke up to Death Star gifts before actual news. Yes. I was like, that's awesome. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I mean, that that's enough said right there, honestly. No, uh, I, yeah, but I just woke up, so like it took like two minutes. Yeah, it takes a second for all the things to click. It's like, oh right, I don't, there was a big thing going on. I don't drink coffee, so you know. <laughs> yeah, it takes a second. Yeah, you gotta just your gears have to wind all yeah. the way up. <laughs> it's like, what's happening? Oh, uh, oh, oh, I got it. Yep, it's over. Yep, and <laughs> Christ. And and, we- and 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 honestly, to anyone listening who who isn't happy on a day like today you'll be fine just remember you'll be okay it'll be fine yeah just it's chill. true it, you will be fine just um, like all of us we we actually are uh are recording a day late because i had to join in on the festivities of the just the literal party that was <laughs> happening in front of uh yeah. uh the convention, the convention center, center in philadelphia yeah. um but yeah, yeah and then and then today we were recording a little bit later so i was i was biking home and i'm like let me just let me just peruse see what's up, see what's up city hall because i saw a bunch of you know cop lights so i was like all right i'll just kind of head towards that and obviously something <laughs> will be there and what i found was i want to call it a march but i can only describe it as a walking party a line party mm. it was it was a it was a march that was just going around in a circle around city hall over and over and over again just oh, singing and dancing man. and chanting because oh because there's that like like traffic circle around city yeah, hall exactly yeah. yeah and it was just so like i walked one full revolution and then realized what was happening 
that it was okay. just going to keep going. It has just been winding around City <laughs> Hall for 12 hours. But then you, That's so, so like, great. If you keep was, going, though, and you're the only one left standing, you're the May Queen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it also, it was like two, it was like three blocks wide. Uh, it was insane. Yeah, it was a whole thing. It was like it was almost completely circling City Hall. Like there was there was almost no beginning and then but uh when I when I found it I I did encounter the actual like beginning of it. So I like I I was walking I was like I biked up to it the wrong way. So I like encountered it head on as it was coming towards me. So I just like turned around and joined in. And it was really it was this really cool uniquely Philly moment where I was just standing next to uh a bunch of like wheelie kids. And an automatic wheelchair were like all at the front. <laughs> awesome! I was That's like, "This fantastic. is incredible." It's <laughs> a very specific type of Philly energy happening here, like, and oh, everyone I'm not was cool like, "Enough to be at the front of the line." <laughs> <laughs> I was at the front for a while, and then I kind of like dialed back to see how long it went, and it went like around. I was just like, "Oh, it's still going, huh?" There's just still. Yep. Okay. All oh right. my god! <laughs> and and everyone was pretty hammered because no one could assimilate any kind of chant other than "fuck Donald Trump." I That's really fun. wanted you to get a Steve Kornacki chant going. <laughs> Steve Kornacki. Kornacki's khakis. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, I th- that that's the that's my main takeaway from this week is I have fallen head over heels in love with Steve you Kornacki. You and the internet both. <laughs> uh, that dude's got to be so fucking happy to get some sleep. That yeah, guy never has to buy a beer again in his whole life. Dude, that guy oh, has shit. enough stored happy energy for like the next five elections. Dude, I just like these people that have been covering this stuff on TV pretty much nonstop for five days. Like, dude, they got to be so happy. Yeah, just yeah. Totally be the done. ultimate catharsis. Take yeah, some time that, off, yeah. man. Just, yeah, <laughs> fuck you guys. I'm taking a week off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. I, I think Steve Kornacki's just gonna go into cryo sleep until next November. Yeah, is he just one of those pundits that they just wake him up like a week before the and just get him caught yeah, up I mean, and then like, you just you put know, him back to sleep at the end of November? The week, the week after the election should be when they roll out the B team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the B team. That's it's awesome. bees with cameras. Yeah, tiny little broadcaster bees. Ooh, that's fun. <laughs> broadcaster bees. Oh my god. And good for the environment. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Bunch of little Jerry Seinfelds. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of elections, uh, that that's a good segue. Is any <laughs> yeah, of our yeah. first pick? I was, I guess. I was wondering if you were if you were doing that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's this book that came out called Red Atlantis Number One uh, by Stephanie Phillips, Robert Carey, and Rosh. Uh, Odd timing on this one. Whoa, I don't think it was odd at all. I think it was very intentional. Uh, <laughs> holy they knew shit, when this book. book was coming out. Yeah, they knew. They knew what intense. was happening. Especially yeah. they knew what was happening and they it was written in there. So basically the plot of this book is that a string of terror attacks strike at polling places on election day in key battleground states. But they're like terror attacks were like random people just started beating the shit out of people. Yeah, so it, it was looked, like it was like it, it was like yeah. if you, if you could like target and like pinpoint um like the rage virus from 28 days later. <laughs> right. It's like, like a few people. That in isolated yeah. little rooms that are happen to be polling yeah. places in like a bunch of different states simultaneously. It's like Houston, Texas, 
Tampa, Florida, Columbus, Ohio, and Denver, Colorado, all mm-hmm. like in minutes apart. They show the timeline. It's like 11, yeah, 14, 11. Yeah. Like five minutes of each other, right? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. 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 Um, so that all happens. And then like we kind of end up following. And yeah, they literally just beat each other to death. That's like like the yeah. whole polling place just erupts yeah, in that. They just kill people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then part of the book follows the cops in Houston that are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, and, then, and they're like, you really think that it's like a coincidence that this happened and all these, like we're getting reports of all these other things. And they're like, yeah, no, people just go crazy. And it's like, I don't. Something's up. Yeah. yeah the the, uh, the whole like detective procedural angle on this story was pretty cool. It was really yeah, well like, written. Yeah. They did was... a really good job with it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's not, they don't play dumb where I feel like I really hate cop procedurals where they do like fall for the Occam's razor thing when it's like clearly this is something bigger. Yeah, the than whole that. time they're like, yeah, this is too, way too much of a coincidence. Yeah. Like something, something. But then there's Columbo who pretends that he's dumb, but he's actually <laughs> not dumb. That's true. And Matlock. Oh, grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then the other half of this book is uh, seemingly just too chicks I, I think they're sisters but like two two women that are happen to be living in, in houston uh during all of that and they, they, they just experience a power outage and one of them has like a weird little fainting spell and you don't really know why or like how that's connected um but she what the main character miriam mm-hmm. being that she is of russian descent and being that the power outage was centered around her apartment complex and the polling and, place was a couple blocks away. And one of the sole survivors from one of the attacks was a Russian dude. Yes, uh, the detective has put yeah. two and two and two and two together and come up with Russian conspiracy. Uh, so or, they, yeah, or at least they're just like, we should do our due diligence. We should on probably, this one. Uh, like, we yeah, don't we know, but ask these people, yeah. Uh, but it's definitely pointing towards Russians. So, yeah. <laughs> so they they track her down, and they're like, "Yo, uh, what's what's the deal with the uh, you know you being from Russia?" And she's like, "Why are you asking me about this?" And as they're having that conversation, <laughs> some dude just walks up and just like, does he kill the detectives? I forget. Kills one of them. Yeah. Well, at least one of them. Yeah, I think he like kills one and hobbles the other. Yeah. And then just like. Yeah, just takes the takes her. Just gets like Com- essentially kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. Well, kidnapped and says, you know, are you Miriam? I think he calls her Miriam Pascal. And she's like, that's not my name is Miriam, but that's not my name. And he's just like, oh yeah, you have to come with me. We have to avert World War Three. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> he's like, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Unlike these guys who I just killed, so you should fucking come with me. He's like, I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> Yeah, no, he definitely doesn't kill at least one of them. Um, yeah. It but was... yeah, uh, so well, I don't know what's going on in this book. I feel like the, the Russia thing is like a red herring, obviously. And I think so, yeah. I think there's some good Russians trying to get rid of the bad Russians. <laughs> is what a red herring, I see what you did there. Uh, I didn't even mean to do that. I'm nice. so sorry. It's, it feels kind of like an updated version of the Americans, maybe? Yeah. yeah maybe something that like that, yeah. It's got like Tom Clancy, but good vibes. Oh. <laughs> Fuck! That's not a that's not a high bar. Tom Clancy, just not for your dad. <laughs> yeah. You're well written. Yeah, that's a, the a Tom Clancy that you can enjoy if you don't wear white Reeboks. Or yeah, yeah. Don't shop at Dadco. <laughs> you don't have a pair of New Balances with grass stains on them. White New Balances with the knee high white socks. <laughs> We're not, a- uh, not to alienate any dad listeners we may have out there. 
But you know you got those shoes if you're a dad. And <laughs> Tom Clancy's <laughs> shit, so. <laughs> I yeah. won't alienate your shoes, but I will 100% yeah, alienate Tom Clancy. White New Balance is classic. You know, we can't, I don't want to be shitting on New Balance. It's great shoes. Yeah. Uh. If you're listening, New Balance. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, man, that that book was just It's a weird book to come out, out of control. Right yeah. It's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? I wish I usually I do all my reading on Tuesday so that I can like inform people of what came out on Wednesday. And for whatever reason that was one of the number ones that I didn't get a chance to get to. So I read that on Wednesday and I'm just like, oh what the fuck? <laughs> like, can you imagine reading that on Tuesday though? Yeah, no, I was that like, oh been- no. <laughs> it's even like Tuesday, November third. Like it's they they like planned the date yeah, properly. Definitely too. done on purpose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was cool though. It was a very. It was, I thought it was really good. There's a lot of really cool stuff set up in this issue. I'd, yeah. yeah, I just, I just like that. Like, kind of the opposite of that happened in real life. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. They yeah, tried that to do terror attacks, and we <laughs> said, Nah, nah, bruh. We we're like, yeah, No, fuck gr- you. We're gonna dance in the streets all fucking yeah, week. Gritty said, Not today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not today, Tom Clancy. <laughs> yeah, this is Gritty's day. This is Gritty's, Gritty's day, motherfucker. Day. Oh, that's I'll the name of the holiday, book. right there. There you go. Gritty's day. Gritty oh day. God. Oh my god, I like dude. That. <laughs> I also like that uh, Stephanie Phillips is like low key becoming like just everything she writes is is great. Oh yeah, I mean she's definitely one of mm-hmm. like the show favorites between Amanda Mungy and but- uh, Butcher Paris and uh, Artemis uh, and the Assassin. Artemis and the Assassin, and yeah. now this one. Yeah, she's she's yep. just fucking killing it. Uh, most sure. of her stuff does deal with historical yeah. fiction so hopefully this is just fiction fiction and, <laughs> and none of this shit really Secretly happened. a yeah. real story yeah, just saying. <laughs> she's just uh she's just prophetic yeah exactly <laughs> let's hope not well speaking of politicians that oh. like, um money shot number 10 <laughs> Dude, our segues are fucked this week. I know. We're all just out of it. Uh, Money Shot number 10 by Tim Seeley, Sarah Beattie, Rebecca Isaacs, and Kurt Michael Russell. Uh, Sarah Beattie has been on fire on Twitter this week. Oh, oh she has just, been one of my favorite presents. Just if go you, check that out. If you do not have delicate sensibilities, which I go imagine check. that you don't if you're listening to the show. That's yeah, true. If you've yeah. gotten 14 minutes into this show. If you've been putting up with my shit for a whole year. <laughs> You should go listen to, or go go read Sarah Beatty's twi- Twitter because it is just choice. Been, she's been on fire this week. I mean, she always is, but especially yeah, she's really ramped it up a notch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you're not familiar, money shot, uh, space explorers that make porn to fund their expeditions. You're caught up. There you go. The latest planet they went to ended up being governed by this like eugenics science nazi that was just trying to like perfect humans and not have them be born and that whole thing and they were like well that's not great um (laughs) and then they'd also discover that they're trying to kill like these it's like the coalition or something i can't remember exactly covalescence oh uh, covalescence or something like yeah Yeah. they're basically like the head brains of the universe they're the supreme beings they're like the the guardians of of oa like and they're giant jellyfish but also like those weird uh, Hanar from Mass Effect, but as like yeah. celestial beings. <laughs> yeah, and they also like have just like such an attitude, and it's fucking great. <laughs> oh, they're um, so good. <laughs> so eventually, they get to this station, and to save the universe, I guess, or save themselves, they bestow. Well, to save the supreme beings in their. So, the supreme beings, the supreme beings find our explorers worthy. 
and bestow upon them like superhuman galactic like celestial powers to fight off this invasion <laughs> and it was fantastic <laughs> yeah but they do that by tentacle porn yes yeah, oh yeah they have sex with, yes yes correct <laughs> yeah, yeah you sorry. can't forget the we, tentacle key detail we, they we do that by having sex issues with them. without tentacle porn <laughs> which is kind of impressive uh for this particular series yeah you really thought they were gonna come in the gate with issue one with tentacle porn but no ten ten i think sex criminals hit ten tentacle porn before money shot did which is just truly fascinating and the whole time um I was going on the president has that that hitched a ride with them to this new to the world because he wanted to fuck aliens because they he is an asshole yeah um he didn't get chosen because he's just being a dick to the supreme he's like no we don't we don't like you so we're <laughs> you not gonna give us. you these powers <laughs> so they're just like awesome action and he's like, throwing like a little like, temper tantrum like yeah. wanting to yeah oh, i just like the powers like they gave him like these just like armor suits and they're just flying around they like they could smell like space and shit yeah but so, like, they're like weird like rock armor kind of yeah it's like rock but, armor like, exactly the yeah. one person was like i thought we were gonna be like sailor moon or superman not <laughs> yeah. these flying abominations yeah these are terrifying <laughs> yeah, this is, like, yeah. they're horrible like what did you do <laughs> and it gets to the point where the president is like threatening to kill a, a bunch of people in front of the supreme beings if he doesn't get power and there's like you know you know what people aren't gonna like you if you're so mean it's like it was never about being smart or anything like that it was just getting a bunch of people to hate other people and then taking care of them it's like oh boy <laughs> oh, yeah it's like oh all right um but Yeesh. then he continues to threaten the wrong person the people that uh you know the supreme beings like you know all of this you threatening us pretty much has proven why you're not worthy and then eventually uh one of the um explorers that they've picked up on the way just straight up kills him yeah just says fuck you he, he kills you're him in wolverine now. cosplay yeah he gets a, like a wolverine cosplay going on and kills yeah this there's, guy there's been like a, a running dick. joke that he like is a cosplay nerd and, yeah. and then it like shows up with like knife hands like wolverine well in the last issue he has like this technology where he can make himself he has pre-programmed things so he programmed himself to look like the president to have sex with the woman that shocked his balls a few issues back when i'm sorry the minotaur the minotaur sorry the minotaur (laughs) woman um shocked the president's balls and that was the ringtone of him just screaming of one character so it's a whole thing so (laughs) to get a good review they had this her his like her like co-worker and friend and now lover look like the president of the united states fucking the minotaur to like make good ratings uh and he's the one who ends up killing the president for threatening said minotaur lady so he's just generally a dick this book is wild is what we're getting at and he got murdered so there's that that's beautiful it's beautiful man so uh, this, was like a, this was like a huge sci-fi big huge galactic adventure where they like had to like all coalesce into one being to like defeat this giant laser beam that was coming out and then it just kind of fast forwards to like what happens they like they all agreed that like we probably can't go back and have the president be dead like that's not (laughs) going to be great for us (laughs) so they give up their power so the supreme beings can revive him but then the president comes back and now that since he died he's just like 
the complete opposite. Like, he's still a dick, but he's like, we should all just kind of, like, get along, man. And, like, everyone, all of his followers hate him. Yeah, he's a dick, but in the, like, yoga bro namaste kind of way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. In the, like, yo, like, like... Uh, what is it? it's something about like sentience is too precious to be wasted on hate yeah. and like <laughs> well yeah and the protesters at his rally say hurt the people we hate or else <laughs> that's about right yeah um and then it's all now it's all kind of being recalled by like the one of the people on the mission and it's like yeah we kind of when we bonded, we could all just see into each other's minds. We became one being, so we like literally know everything about it. So like, yeah, I kind of broke up. We did this thing, and it kind of as the pages go on, they're kind of setting it up. Like you know, the main and the Ocampo is gonna go with like the guy that she broke up with her ex boyfriend, and then she's just talking, and then it cuts back, and she's filming a porn parody of the porn movies that they were just making and yeah, they, they talked herself. about that earlier in the issue that people were making porn parodies of them already yeah but now, so now she's, she's starring in yeah. one of them <laughs> how do you make a porn parody out of something that's already porn i don't i don't know I think it's the also, answer to that question if you're in it it's just another one of it's your it's just porn. another one of your porn yeah it's so not, she's continuing you can't to make a it. parody of yourself making porn that's just, I just more. Think it's amazing it's, i think it's less um actually going to space and more space sets yeah, they're uh, just having sex fair. with aliens instead Pe- of just, Old like, people yeah. dressed up as aliens, I guess. Exactly, right. <laughs> this book just had a... It's, we didn't cover all of it, but this book's got a... It's fucking hilarious. Um, some great, great shit in here. We haven't talked about it in a while. I think this is probably the end of the arc, but I'm hoping we get some it's more. A, it's the end of the arc, but it kind of leaves open-ended where it's just like, unless you want thirsty thirds. Yeah, pretty. it's like, eh, you guys, you guys eh. want more of this shit? So, you, you know, everyone, everyone at Vault and say we want more. Yeah. yeah, this book's so much fun. Pick uh-huh. up trades and stuff. It's it's great. Yeah, it's so absurd. This book. Yeah, for sure. So, I am a, I'm a big fan. It's just so absurd. Um, this was a lot of action more than they normally do, but it was still pretty funny. And by action, you mean like action? action. Well, there's there's that too. There's plenty yeah. of Last that. week there was a lot of action. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't think there's one issue where they don't fuck at least one thing. So, I mean, that's the premise of the book if that's you know if that's what you're looking for batman's gotta punch clowns you know like spider-man's gotta <laughs> say jokes like and these dudes gotta Batman's fuck aliens gotta oh, man. <laughs> anyway there's no good got? segue for out of that no nope. lord help yeah, me we're all out of books about presidents and elections but we should have segued into my next book but we'll we'll get to that later oh, that that elections and erections was that that was the segue <laughs> for that there it is <laughs> anyway i have not any of that um <laughs> so my book Aww. is the dreaming waking hours number four by g Rilla wilson nick robles and matt lopez uh so this this one this the story we we're we, uh we're changing up the story now um oh shit <laughs> so <laughs> Lindy's putting on the play to see who the real Shakespeare is, and um, they're all kind of acting in it. But then, like as they're they're acting, like the uh, start noticing that there's like a crowd, and um, the this Shakespeare comes in and she finds she ends up finding the the real one, and he he's like talking. Yeah, to her. by like th- through the course of talking to him, and yeah. he's like he's like yeah, these aren't 
these are all memories this is like the dreaming remembering itself and she's like well how can that be possible and he's like oh because that one time i put on a play for for dream and it was midsummer night's dream and she's like wait what the fuck how would you know that (laughs) how would you know that unless you're shakespeare and that's actually the what the third volume of yeah third or fourth something like that yeah yeah so apparently is it is it Lindy that's like Lindy's like changing the 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 scape like the the landscape of the dreaming? Yeah, she because um, she's calling so much attention to the play that she's putting yeah. on that the dreaming is noticing itself and, and like um, it's it's dragging more dreams and like nightmares. So over we there. get yeah, so we get a part um, where uh, Dream and Lucian are like walking to uh, the the person who um, let Ruin out of the cage and. Uh, He's noticing on their walkthrough that the that the dreaming is like shifting, and he's not doing it. And he's like, I have no idea what's happening. Um, and then also we get uh, Ruin and uh, Jofiel and Heather um, finally find a way to get uh, Ruin into the dreaming, which is through what is it, the edge of the world or uh, the world's end, the world's tavern. end, yeah. Oh, World's End Tavern. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. Yep. <laughs> um, I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> but it is also like a tavern that exists outside of time and space. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's why it's in so many things. Duh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love there's this whole bit where there's a knock at the jo- on the door and like uh, Joe jo File is like charges full like fiery lion yeah this is the first uh, time we've seen him as a lion in the current timeline yeah he just like, like he goes full <laughs> aggro protective mode and it's just heather's boyfriend <laughs> it's like, with pizza it's like what is this it's like i'm todd it's like what is a todd <laughs> <laughs> who are you what is a todd <laughs> what is a todd oh. yeah it's an but, existential question but the the other best part is that like she needed him specifically because she needed like a non-magic person right. to actually do the ritual and he's just like what do i need to do and he's just like holding a piece of chalk like i'm confused and she's like i know honey it'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> you'll be fine <laughs> she's like i'm not sure if this will work cool anyway see you later and then they just you know snap into you know the outside of reality and then yeah and goes yeah. and then uh yeah so ruin finally comes across the person that that let him out of the cage and we meet her and I I have no idea what she is. Yeah, she's from the first run of the Dreaming. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, she, uh I read the first couple issues but and fell behind. Like head wings and teeth that like manifest when she eats when she eats. Yeah, she's like, kind of a shapeshiftery kind of a person. Okay, like yeah. she like ooh, she ooh. exists outside of reality and is not quite her, human and not quite dream. I love her outfit, it's adorable. Yeah. Um <laughs> And then uh, dreams, demons that he let out to, uh, or ni- other nightmares, brute and glob, um, to uh, go get ruined. They they end up also um, at the world's end and uh, pick them up. <laughs> yeah, they snatch them. So then also throughout the course of the the play, Lindy's playing a pregnant woman, and the book. The the book kind of ends with um with her giving birth to something, 
Because it yeah, what, turns out... What ooh. might be a Shakespeare? Yeah, oh, that's what I was wondering. Like a Shakespeare. It's an old man. <laughs> Prospero? Oh, 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 that's weird. Well, it, she keeps saying while they're doing the 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 play, mm-hmm. it keeps like... She's like, there's parts that were actually written, and then, there, then it keeps kind of having a mind of its own and going yeah. in its own direction and then like she's like oh this is a nightmare now this is so not like, this yeah, thing so it was like, though when it this started this monster comes in and um a shakespeare like play like stabs it but then it turns out it's a nightmare and he like he actually murdered it and so it's like the the realities of um the dreamings keep kind of shifting yeah it's really cool so so her giving birth to a full grown man is definitely it's a nightmare something <laughs> I'll have nightmares. <laughs> also, the I mean, have to mention the art every time because the art is just so good. Ah, damn, and the art is so good. There's so many like ra- uh, rainbow landscapes that like show up, and when Ruin kind of transitions from uh, the normal world to the world's end, it's kind of like this bright like uh, rainbow that exploded all over everything. Yeah, no, it's, it's so it's good. It's so pretty. Hmm. I should check this book out. It's so good. I love it. I'm really excited to see what the story is, where the story is going to go, because now um, it feels like it's a little bit more complicated than her just getting home. Yeah, it wasn't just baby needs like to you know not be babysat by a nightmare right. anymore yeah ru- it's, ruin isn't it's a gonna, little bit more than that next issue isn't going to be ruin just going to lindy and be like all right time to go home there's <laughs> there's more right. work to do now so i'm excited to see like it um kind of switch up its pacing a little bit and uh offer more for the next issues because i'm got reinvigorated for what's to come yeah nice sweet so, um, I've got this awesome Wolverine book to talk about. Wow. Yeah. That's so you. <laughs> this is Wolverine Black, White, and Blood uh, by Jerry Duggan, Matt Rosenberg, Declan Shalvey, Adam Kubert, Joss Cassara, Frank Martin, <laughs> and uh, Gru FX. Guru EFX. Guru EFX. Um, that's a lot of names because this is a anthology book. Mm-hmm. So it's told in three different vignettes. It's um, like the uh, the Harley Quinn book and the Bla- and the Batman book we've talked about. Yeah. Kind of riffing off of that. Yeah, yeah, vignettes that are in black and white, but this one specifically is black, white, and blue. And, and yeah, blood so it's blood, yes. the the whole book is in black, white, and red. So we named some colorists, but Really, they did the reds in this. <laughs> They're the redding, the reddeners, the reddists of this. The reddening got what? a book. I don't know, man. The redditors? No, it, that's stupid. No, that's not right. <laughs> the the um the the data page at the end of each one just said reds for yeah, colorists, which is pretty red. Good. <laughs> so this book is beautiful. As a it's result, gorgeous. Um, some of yeah. the best inks I've seen in a while. I mean. We've got a Qbert story in here. He's probably one of my favorite inkists. Qbert Weapon X story. Oh my god, and it's so good. The panel placement in this story. So the 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 first vignette, um, we get this story of just 
them taking Weapon X out for a test drive. Yeah, back like in uh, the Marvel premiere, Marvel Comics Presents days, like the Barry Windsor Smith stuff. Yeah, where they they just take him out in the middle of the tundra and have him fight Wendigo. <laughs> I love how often I get to say the word Wendigo. <laughs> Wendigo. <on this> <laughs> yeah, he would have no shot against a Wendigo, though. <laughs> yeah, Wendigo probably could have held his own. Yeah. But the the way this story is told and the way the panel placement is, it's just this giant grid of small panels. And there's a point where there's... You, you can read the story across the page mm-hmm. as several columns. Yeah. And like, like in bet- every other one is a red column and the red column are the people pulling the strings at Weapon X, like making bets on mm-hmm. if he's going to survive or not. And then the the black and white columns are just him ripping Wendigo apart. So it's like really, really awesome layout for an issue. It, it's also an, it's awesome and also confusing. Because I was definitely, I was like, I, I could read this right to left or up and down, and yeah. it actually doesn't make too much of a difference. It doesn't it's matter. It's a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I read it as columns, so like there's there's the, the yeah, it, it goes across the page, but there's also these columns. Like, it works. Yeah, it works both ways. Yeah. And I, I was actually just having this conversation with somebody who doesn't really read comics about how some comics can be a little bit. Um, difficult to read for someone who hasn't really read comics because like you kind of have to figure out for yourself where the story goes and when you're someone who reads a lot of comics and you're just kind of used to just looking at a spread and figuring out where the story goes you can kind of pick up on it easily and sometimes you can even like there's some books now where i'm like i don't know how what order i'm supposed to read this page in. yeah like in uh i, I feel like something's killing the children gets me every time because yeah it's a lot of double page spreads that o- always go across both pages and i'm just like wait oh uh, okay i see what Agreed. i did there i think that's, that's probably one of the hardest things is figuring out sometimes you can't tell whether a double page spread is a double page spread or it's just kind of yep. loosely connected. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I, I think the best way to lay out a page like that is you have to have at least one or two panels that cross the the page yeah. divide. That way you can see those visual cues. I of, the oh, 80s this goes when they had arrows. <laughs> yeah, right. Just they nice, did that in the nineties a bit too. Nice, ugly looking arrows that just <laughs> take over the panel. But the the second vignette is him just fucking up some Hydra guys oh, in man. what I'm guessing is World the War shit, II. The art in that is also gorgeous. The shit was awesome. Yeah, so fucking good. And there's like a lot of half, t- like not really half tones, but there's like a gray a gray wash as well as there is mm. the the straight red. So it's got a lot more dimension. It's got more of like a watercolor kind of feel. It's got but a- yeah, this is beautiful artwork. The story is fantastic. Where the like, ending is brutal. Yeah, he gets like captured, and the guys, you get this fucking Nazi Hydra guy bragging about how he brought him in and how his plan didn't succeed. But it turns out he's like, dude, I was, I did everything I was supposed to do, including bringing a bomb in here. He's like, how'd you bring a bomb in here? You'd have to. And then it cuts to him just ripping his stomach open and jamming a bomb inside. So, so yeah, he blows the fucking dude up. It's awesome. Like, yeah. it and it, it, like he gives him a phone number to, and they're like, he's like, I even got your contact, so I'm calling yeah. them right now. And he's like, yeah, that's the uh, detonator. Yeah. <laughs> <And> just, like, <laughs> so good. Yeah, I, it was hard to got. tell what time period this was in because it has a World War II feel to it, but it's in Budapest. Not. So really, pick is, pick um, one. 
Yeah. Right. Is well, uh, Fury. Nick Fury, Fury with him? Fury looks pretty young. So, yeah. Like, yeah, Nick Fury is with him. I was wondering them. if it took place with the Scorpio, um, the Zodiac stuff, because um, Nick Fury, there's two crossovers with Nick Fury where they fight uh, Nick Fury's son hmm. um, oh. and Hydra and stuff. So, I mean, that could definitely be the case. It's definitely old school Nick Fury, so it, it could be any time between World War II and you yeah. know, 10 years ago or something. So. And then this third vignette is like he goes into this house. He he's just kind of like chilling out in Canada again, just like going out into the woods, kind of like how I did a couple weeks ago, but like in a much more Wolverine kind of way. I don't want to say I'm Wolverine, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say I'm Wolverine, Wolverine. But, <laughs> but I'm basically like Wolverine. No, Everything uh, we do is exactly the same. But he finds this house with this like this dead couple inside because he could hear from like a mile away this kid screaming, this a baby scream. crying. And he realizes that there was an ambush and the, both parents are dead. And then he hears more people coming. So he puts the baby inside of a cast iron oven while these, <laughs> while he basically gets ripped in half by bullets. Yeah. And then just like kills his way out of this situation. And well, then, it, it, it's pretty funny because he puts the baby in the oven and then they, they shred him to pieces with bullets. And then one of the henchmen walks in. He's just like, what kind? of psychopath puts a baby in the <laughs> oven and like before he can finish the sentence wolverine murders his yeah, just, just knives through his fucking head like there's a this is a violent violent yeah, is a book brutal wolverine book for man sure. if you didn't get that from the title you probably yeah, i don't know I, don't try this just at home. fucking gross at, at times but um especially the hydra fight like there's a a, oh, a, yeah, a point where he's up. he's like punching his claws through a guy's head and his mouth is open and you can see one of them going through his cheek like you can see it in his mouth. It's like <laughs> fucked up. But uh but anyway, so this cop shows up after all everybody but Wolverine gets killed. And the baby. And the baby. And uh you find out that one of the, the people that was murdered in that house was like his partner. And, and he, he set found him up. He set him up and he found out that things were really bad things were about to happen, so he showed up way too late to fix anything so that wolverine's just like well it looks like you owe somebody a debt and then just hands him the baby yeah. <laughs> like, well this, this is, is your problem now you have asshole. to take care of this now yeah <laughs> you, I, you caused this i love at the very end uh that wolverine like you know it is a black and white book and wolverine is just red yeah. like it's yeah. not that he is has some blood on him he he's, is entirely he, blood he's now. Over. yeah <laughs> yeah like there is not there's like two splotches of white <laughs> shining through an entirely red silhouette and these some of these like full page and two spa- page spreads that they have in this like the one where he fights the wendigo the one in this last story they're yeah. fucking amazing they're amazing oh my god the artwork in this is so good it's incredible I, yeah. and i i love i love a good non-tethered wolverine story like a good wolverine one shot and I got three of them in one issue, and <laughs> yeah. some of the best artists and writers to work with Wolverine are in this issue, and I it's great. Like there's certain characters that work really well for short format right, like stories. Like there's like I feel mm-hmm. like Wolverine and Batman are the best, where yeah. it's like yeah, for sure. you know the characters so well, and you know they're they have such a badass demeanor. That like just a couple pages, you can really you don't always need to go on and on and on for yeah, you don't you know, need a lot to make yeah. cool stories with them exactly. And yeah, sometimes cool, a a short form is even cooler. Mm-hmm. And what's cool about Wolverine is he's two hundred years old, so you can just make up a story in any time period and it yeah, works. Exactly. It tracks. Also, what you don't need, I think one of the big things that works is what you don't need with Batman and Wolverine is words. 
Yeah. 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 That is also true. You don't need yep. a lot of dialogue to make the story interesting. Yeah. Not, uh, in fact, he doesn't speak once in the Adam Kubert story. Yeah. Because he's just a feral monster. Not that, right. you know, <laughs> that you, you need words or anything, but like. <laughs> you don't. You, you need words, but you don't need words. <laughs> it's not like, you know, you have a comic book with Cypher in it where you can't talk. What's <laughs> the point? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm gl- I, I thought this was just a one shot, but apparently this is going to be an ongoing thing with a rotating. Oh, it's rotating- a four issue miniseries. Okay, but with, oh, like nice. with a rotating gang of artists, so it's going to be a completely different mass head for the next one, so that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, sure. it'll be a shame that there's no Adam Kubert on the next one, but you know. There is some he's, Kev Walker, though. He's an expensive guy. <laughs> he's, I, he's the big guns. I, I, I'm thinking of actually going back and reading Ultimate X-Men through again, just because of his work on that book. I, is just... I cannot like think about him and Wolverine without thinking about like that splash page from 75, where he's like dying because he got the adamantium ripped out. It's the issue after. And yeah. it's like this... Like he's like in the plane the plane is crashing and also like it's kind of like a dreamscape where there's like fish and like it's like this crazy like layout it's gorgeous yeah it oh. hit uh, I'll, I'll gush over his line for, work forever. for someone that came around in the glut of like Liefeld and all of that crap he just stood out so much yeah, yeah. he just he goes the extra mile like there's so much detail in his line work but it's all decisive it's not like that that todd mcfarlane thing where it's just random fucking lines for like all over the like no open white space like yeah he adds a lot of detail to his work but it all serves a purpose and it all works mm-hmm. but yeah so that's wolverine sweet <laughs> heck yeah super different vibe but still great uh, we have Sweet Tooth, The Return, number one. It's back. It's back. It's been a long Je- time. Uh, Jeff Lemire doing uh, the writing and art, and uh, Jose Villa Villaruba, Rubia, sorry, is the colorist. Um, this one, is, I'm going to try to do my best to talk about this book without talking about the first run. Uh, yeah. This is a sequel to Sweet Tooth. So Yeah, so, so for the listener, I am two-thirds of the way through the original run on Sweet Tooth, <laughs> thanks to Sean graciously letting me borrow his books against all good faith yeah. and odds. And I almost got burnt again. <laughs> against all common sense, he actually gave me his books again. And mm-hmm. I actually read them, but I didn't get a chance to read the third one because it's been a bit of a weird week. <laughs> it's been a little bit busy. Yeah, so I'll, um, I'll try to keep this one. We yeah, can talk so, at high level. Yeah, so, so you, can, you can go through the premise of sweet tooth but don't spoil the ending for any other readers and or me that don't know the oh, ending okay. of the original yeah. this? i i skimmed it uh and it's weird okay <laughs> knowing what i know about sweet tooth this issue makes no sense but there's, oh man i don't yeah this is gonna yeah i'm gonna do weird. i'm gonna do my best rj i'm gonna i'm gonna see what i can do so generally the premise of sweet tooth is <laughs> you follow this character sweet tooth um <laughs> Wasn't in it Gus. the world where Gus, Gus. and well, they call him Gus, yeah, mm-hmm. um, where there's basically this global pandemic <laughs> um, that's killing people. You can but say also, it. it's not gonna like 
come at you. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to demonetize people. us it's because we jaws. mentioned the pandemic. And then, um, <laughs> on top of killing people, it's also turning children into hybrid children, so they're part people, part animal. Yeah, any child that's and born after the pandemic hit is born a, a hybrid. Every team so this is just Ninja Turtles. Dream. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like yeah. way darker. Yeah, way darker. <laughs> so that's super high level follows Gus and this guy, Jeopard. That's basically the main two characters in the first run. So this one starts off. Uh, the cover has who appears to be Gus. It looks like the same character design. But the first page says 300 years later. And I'm like, okay, let's see what this <laughs> yes. is. So he's either immortal or a clone or is the takeaway that yeah, I'm and taking. I don't want to say too much, obviously. Um, <laughs> and this issue has a very similar vibe to the first issue of the original run where you're following this one character. He seems to be isolated from the rest of the world. He is a hybrid person. Um, he's, he looks like Gus. He's got antlers. Um, but he's in this, commune almost where people are kind of taking care of him there's like technology it almost looks like he's in like a giant building because it has a roof so it's there are 300 years and there's yeah. all this tech but he doesn't know anything more than this little area he's not allowed to leave which is again a lot of very similar yeah in the, in the, in the, in the original run he was it was just him and his dad in a right. cabin in the middle of, in the, the, middle woods. of the woods yeah in this yeah this appears to the be last hybrid, something right? else uh, yes, I believe in this one he thinks that, yeah, there's a, this is 300 years later, so a lot of stuff seems to have happened. So he thinks he might be, like, the only one left. He's not sure. He's getting, like, injections and stuff, but he's like, you know what? There's got to be some shit out here. So he devised, like, a plan to basically try to escape. Again, if you've read Sweet Tooth, like, this sounds super familiar. Um, <laughs> but he get, thinks of a rather ingenious way to escape, and eventually he gets to kind of gets outside he's like holy shit there's people here like there's i'm not i'm not alone oh my here. god there's like, narvies <laughs> yeah uh, they survived um and so basically he's kind of running and this it's super fast it's very quick um in classic lemire fashion he does a lot of storytelling in the art so like a lot of that gets told there but basically the issue <laughs> the issue ends with him running into a guy who looks tremendously like Jeopard from the first run but I'm pretty sure people don't live over 300 years so yeah, I don't again, know what the they're either immortal <laughs> <laughs> they're immortal or they're clones Something's they're both clones on. or it's a simulation and they're trapped in the matrix yeah it could be a bunch of different things again I want to the video game the comic <laughs> yeah <laughs> right and i'm keeping it super high level because again casey's about to finish the other series so i don't want to like very I know, spoil this is anything. So, it's so weird but it's hard to talk about but like again i don't want to spoil anyone who hasn't read it before it's a fantastic series it's, it's three so hardcovers if you want to pick it up um i read it at the beginning of the pandemic and it was a little odd <laughs> i don't know if it's <laughs> gonna it's, sell uh, anyone but it's the series that i think i started with and made lemire my favorite writer yeah, no, yeah. I Lemire has been one of my favorite writers for a long time, and that was my like rainy day book. That I was just like, I, I always want there to it, yeah. be a Lemire book that I haven't read, so I always have it in my back pocket. Uh, but I shot my shot, and I'm very glad I did. It's very, it's, a, it's incredible. It's very book. good. It's one of my yeah. favorites by him for sure. So yeah. Check. But yeah, so I'm excited that we're gonna get a little mini series here, uh, back in this universe since it is a good 
it was a, such a fun, uh, or not necessarily fun is not the right word. Such a fun good, is a very bad word. Such a good run and universe to be in tremendously in the first place. tragic. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> but it's great, and it's Lemire, so we had to talk about it. So you guys know the deal. It we're yeah, contractually obligated. I wish. <laughs> I fucking wish we were. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's that. I'm, I'm super looking forward to the rest of this one. Hell yeah. Uh, well, speaking of hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. Hell, nice. Hellblazer Rise and Fall oh, number boy. two. This by was. Tom Taylor, Derek Robinson, <laughs> and uh, Diego Rodriguez. Uh, there were some moments in this one. So, so this one time, sure Constantine were. fucked the devil. <laughs> or he thought he did. He thought he did. That's how the book starts. It's literally him waking up next to the devil. I hate and it just being like, oh, I hate this has to be the worst person I've ever done. <laughs> I've ever done is such yeah. a funny six, way six, to 69. say it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, so then it, it turns out to be a ruse and the devil is just like, ah, you should have seen your face. It's like the devil flirts with him so much in this issue. Yeah, it's so pretty good. thirsty. The only, oh, the only one that I mean, can of course Constantine, is. Constantine is the devil. But even then, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, like at one point, uh, so yeah, later on in the issue, the devil is just following him, and uh, you see, like him and the devil walk up to the the um, the detective chick, and she's like, "Oh, who's your friend?" And he kind of like looks at her and looks at him and looks at her. And he's like, "She can't see the horns, can she?" And he's like, "Nope, and she she can't." And then he's like, "Well, why can I see the horns?" And then the devil's like, "Because I know you like it." <laughs> and he like sticks his tongue out at him. I like oh that Constantine's God. Loki is just Satan. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> For sure. Um, but yeah. So so it turns out that the devil is talking to Constantine because one of his demons has gotten loose and is like powerful, well, and, and so he needs Constantine's help, basically. W- yeah, because Constantine Be- let him out during because- that ritual that killed his friend. Yup. And when he killed his friend, uh, the the demon took over that kid's body, and he has been like secretly growing and and power and in strength. And he it's feeds off, like, way. fear yeah. and grief. So he's just been having a heyday. Yeah, he's killing it right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's binging. So, and he's the uh, one who took Satan's wings, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. He stole, so, so he stole Satan's win- wings and is, like, vying for power. So Satan is pissed. Yeah, so he's, he's basically like, you're going to help me figure out what the fuck is going on with this dude. Um, so, yeah, they, they kind of, like, start following the leads. They go... They find the detective's partner because uh, he was murdered at the end of the last issue. They don't so find they, him. They go to his crime scene. Oh, yes. right. Yeah. Yep, well, right. They, they go to the crime scene and Constantine literally finds his ghost. Yeah, his ghost is just chilling. Yeah, and he's like, so he's, like, she's like, he, he's, he's talking to the, to the chick and he's like, I think I can uh, figure this out. And she's like, what do you mean? You can't just go on the, the, the crime scene. And he's like, I, I'm just going to ask him who killed him. <laughs> just like... <laughs> talks to the ghost and he's like i have unfinished business he's like bro can that wait because i got like this demon to catch and like i know you got some shit to deal with but yeah uh, and then there's... a ghost a magician a detective and the actual devil walk into a bank oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah have so then the four of them are now the detective before? team uh I feel so yeah, he's bad like, tell me if you stop me if you've heard this one before i feel yeah. so bad for george just <laughs> like i know yeah, just dead um yeah, no, it's <laughs> yeah. So they go into the bank because the kid's dad is like the head banker there, and they're talking to him. And they're like, "Something's fucking fishy with this dude." Turns out he's working for the demon because the demon is in the kid's body, and like, there's like basically they figure out that the demon is like 
uh, like blackmailing a bunch of successful rich people into like being his doing his bidding. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but in the course of like talking Sounds to familiar. the banker, that yeah, yeah, right. Nice. But in the course of talking to the banker, the devil like is affronted by a of security guard security guard tells him to like fuck off and he's just like you dare and then just like rips his heart out <laughs> yeah he just takes a part of his body and removes it from it Kalima. <laughs> Kalima. yeah and then he and then he like you know like sets the detective's gun on fire and then him and and constantine have like a little bit of a pissing match <laughs> and uh he you know devil kind of like Knows that he's like, all right, this isn't the time. I'll walk away. But then Constantine's like apartment burns down. He's like, I guess that's what I, yeah, I don't know what I expected really. <laughs> uh, Dude, this but, issue is long. I just oh realized. My God. Like, yeah, there's so long. much that went on here. Yeah. It's yeah. The devil basically comes back and is just like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. All right. I, I was a bit rash. <laughs> I shouldn't have burned your house down. I get it. <laughs> Oh, it's so good, but yeah, it basically ends with uh, him and the devil teaming back up, and the and the detective goes home, and she's like, "I've had a long fucking day. I'm just gonna like, you know, go eat dinner with my family." And then uh, the husband's like, "Oh yeah, no, the kids have a friend over, and it's um, it's the demon. It's a demon. It's yep. the demon. I hate when that happens. The demon. Yeah, they eat all the candy. Yeah. Pieces of shit, greedy <laughs> motherfuckers eating all the candy. I just I love thirsty devil so much." He's pretty good. The devil is a great character in this. <laughs> so good. <clears throat> so yeah, so that was our picks. What, yeah. what do we want to? What do we want to shout this week? So uh, we're contractually obligated to mention crossover. Uh, th- it's got huge hype and it's great, and it's de- it's definitely we 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 all have varying degrees of like. Oh, it's <laughs> pretty good, but I think it's like a little too soon to tell what the hell is going on here. Yeah, yeah. It, it, issue two. I'm hoping helps that. Yeah, it definitely didn't live up to the hype that I had for it because I was super hyped for this, and then it was yeah, it, it fell a little bit flat. But hey, it's an issue one, and there's plenty of uh, plenty more story to go around. I just I want st- to I want to see act- some actual characters show up. Yeah, because they're, well, they're alluding to a lot. They're, they're alluding to a lot, us. and uh, I feel like there's a lot of evidence. Like, I'm not going to spoil it because it is like the biggest book in the world, and we're not going to talk about it too much. But the book that they, the book that they, or the the character that they name drop, has to be in it because you can't name drop that and hint at it and then yeah. not do it. Yeah, like it would be the biggest like cock block in the entire world <laughs> to just be like, huh? Ah, nah, fuck you, it's not him. Um, so I I very if that happens completely if that's the case oh yeah absolutely so I yeah so I'm not I'm I'm reserving my judgments I'm a, I'm being a little bit more nah on this one uh this is know. a Donny Cates and Jeff Shaw oh yeah yeah, yeah um if you hadn't heard yet <laughs> if you hadn't yeah it's the biggest book in the world right now um but you know while we're on the subject and speaking of Donny uh, Cates speaking of Donny Cates Thor number nine by Donny mm. Cates Nick Klein and Matt Wilson came out Donald uh, Blake he's back. It's back. I the thing with this one is um, Donald Blake and Thor are supposed to be the same person. So this whole concept that there's like separate entities that there's separate consciousness has me a little bit confused. Again, I'm not counting it out. I just I need to know a little bit more. Yeah, before basically, I, this one is um, while Thor was out being Thor, Donald Blake was in this other place, and then he went fucking crazy, and he lost his damn mind and started killing. Which is a cool really concept. It just kind of goes against the whole concept of their characters. Yeah, character. In the first place, so I'm so just kind of like. Maybe something happened. I mean, that, like, yeah, that's, that's how a, it yeah, used to that's. Be. 
Yeah, I guess that's that's like yeah, I guess that's my point is that it always used to be that they were the same consciousness. So when did they stop being the same consciousness? And if we can like establish that, that I'm totally back on. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, we'll get the well, background I, a little bit. I think it I think it took the metaphorical um, changing of the of the person and made it an actual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just, I just, I, it lost me because I'm just like, I don't know when that happened. Like I don't that know when that became a thing. And <laughs> it's like, I, I, I like the setup. Yeah, no, it's it's a cool concept. I just need to know where it's going. You know. Yeah, and this is the beginning of a new arc, so this should, I'm, this will be cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's me, keeping the Marvel train going. I've yeah, got yeah. Black Widow three by Kelly Thompson, uh, Elena Casagrande, and Jordi Belair. Um, we find out more about the people who have who put Nat in her situation, and um, it's a it's something. Um, <laughs> but uh, she kind of starts breaking out of that a little bit and starts doing more. Yeah, they put her in her own matrix. Yeah, to like sick. Yeah, to incept herself into her own little perfect world to like take her off the board. Basically, they figured out it's easier to incept her into a happy life than it is to actually kill her. Until, uh, Jesus well, Christ. <laughs> Viper thought that until the rest of them kind of sent assassins after her. And she's like, you fucked up because you try to murder her. Yeah. That, that's impossible. But what she's we gonna doing, wake up and she's gonna kill all of us. Good job. She was like, we we had her we had her taken out for like four months and you and you wanted to blow it all just to <laughs> yeah, try to murder her. Fucked it all up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know that leads to a really 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 good double page spread again of her flipping around and and taking yep. people down, which is I mean, Lena Casagrande really nails the like motion of. A fight scene by that like yeah so good if i turn on zoom one day and my wall is just wallpapered in black widow interiors i don't think anyone's <laughs> gonna blame me this book is just gorgeous oh my god nice that's awesome um I, I just like the part where she's where she talks to her husband finds out that he's okay and is like is that is that a bomb it's like yeah i made it it's like what <laughs> <laughs> she's okay. like i i don't think i'm an architect he's like yeah i'm I getting I'm that just an architect it's like yeah <laughs> yeah I, I got that bet. too also <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i would be remiss if i didn't mention that texas blood uh by chris condon and uh oh, jacob phillips um yeah this book has been great uh, i feel like we don't mention it enough because Holy i feel like it's shit, one of those dude. books that's like a particular type of good that you can't if I told you what happens in the book, you're like, okay, yeah, this guy kills this other guy, and it's like, whatever. But it's like, the vibe. It's the they, vibe. They, they really create, nail yeah. this like specific type of Dude, dread and like self-loathing. Oh, yeah, good. it's uh, yeah, it's it's very good. And this if you are not losing his fucking, mind. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking losing his mind. Like just straight up losing his fucking. It mind. seems like something about this town that kind of like sinks its teeth in and like i think does that's that. why he wanted he let like the main character we're following left because he's he knows he's just not a good person in this town and yeah. he can't help himself yeah it and it's juxtaposed by the sheriff who is just the best person in this yeah. town and is just like really slowly moseying his way around to the truth yeah. in a very like southern fashion and it's yeah, there's like, definitely gonna be a confrontation that boils up pretty big here soon and i'm yeah 
This is it's, a great book, though. It's building. Yeah, it's really good. If you're not grabbing this one, dude, this probably reads so good in a trade. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So good. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I wouldn't be on a podcast if I wasn't talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, that sounds right. Well, yeah. gasp. <laughs> the, the you know Gen- pays the bills. The Jenica <laughs> miniseries is back. So we got Jenica 2, nice. number one, by Brom Revel. Um, really good stuff. Um, I, I love getting to kind of explore this character more and more. So mm-hmm. in this in this new series, uh, apparently... Some of the mutants in Mutant Town are temporarily, periodically turning into literal monsters, like giant monsters. That's not great. And she's trying to simultaneously stop them from doing harm, uh, stop them from becoming monsters, and stop the outside media from seeing it and reporting on it. So that doesn't that's, seem very easy. Got a lot that's of balls a lot in of the juggling. Air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So uh, good luck, Jenica. Yeah, I, I I I'm excited to see how this uh, this series shakes out. Nice. Uh, we also got X Men number fourteen uh, by Jonathan Hickman, uh, Mahmoud Osrar, Lionel Francis you and Sonny Go. Uh, Find out what happened to Genesis. Sad I just want to say that fuck you. I'm right all the time about everything. Got uh, it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I mean, I I learned that a while back. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've been calling it that Genesis was was the Annihilation Helm and that she only took the Annihilation Helm in order to command all of the demons and, like, you know, ba- basically become... Enemy, you have to become the enemy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this so was we, pretty much a whole what happened to Genesis after she left Apocalypse. Yeah, basically. we got that whole, whole backstory back- filled Apocalypse in. Apocalypse just Great. wants to be a wife guy. She won't let him. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor Blue Dead. Yeah, yeah. And he's but, and yeah. basically she's like he's like yo like we built a we built a home here like Kirkoa is yeah, we built is for mutants city. and like this is what we've always been working towards and she's like well here's the thing um, I I resisted wearing the helmet because you know I didn't want to become it but uh, there is no way to control the demons they are pure chaos so you have to wear the helmet in order to control them and uh, the helmet wants everything. So I want everything. Yeah, and pretty much. And like, I want Krakoa. And then y'all are soft, so I'm gonna fucking take it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, all so, right. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all got. Yeah, y'all got soft uh, on your on your fancy <laughs> little paradise soft. island. Yeah, the colors in this issue are phenomenal. Like, they're there's gorgeous. Such yeah. good lighting and cinematography Dude, happening. I, I feel like every X book we say that. Like these books, this run, these runs. They're, they're, they're putting out gorgeous. the the best creators yeah. for they're sure. So good. The 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 team on X Men right now is just why it's why it's so good. It's why we talk about every X book is because yeah, we can't this team help it. is just phenomenal. And that, yep. yeah, and to me that spans all of the books that like, it's yeah, it's like a whole X team. It's not even like you write X Men. It's like yeah. Nope, we're just a whole team of people that are writing all of these books together. There's a cohesive <laughs> diegesis that's happening across. And yeah, all you X-books. could tell that. Yeah, you could tell that they're doing it together. Yeah. Like, yeah, they all feel like I'm reading literal chapters in the same book with with this event. Because you are. Yeah, well, there's you know there's I mean, a though. there's an all X Slack channel out there somewhere just filled with <laughs> the best fucking and, people in comics and, cr- and just the most insane fucking. Oh, ideas. they have Zoom chats. It's fantastic oh i would love yeah. to be a fly on the wall in one of those oh yeah the, during the beginning of quarantine they were like posting screenshots and like little like videos of their oh, like that's cool 10 panel zoom chats that's awesome. with just every single person it was also great because like 
uh, like Leah Williams' room is like just glowing purple and blue and just that like queer right. as fuck. And then yeah. like Benjamin Percy is just somehow in the middle of the woods and like <laughs> yep. cast in shadow. <laughs> and like it's just like every single person is exactly in a what, you room you would were? expect yeah, them to be the, in. The X-Men brain trust. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's working, man. It's really it's fun. really fucking well. <laughs> and that brings us to our top story. Yeah, bah, 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 chapter 13 bah. of the Ten of Swords. Which is Marauders, uh, Marauders. number 14. <laughs> this, yes. issue was, this issue was sick. So good. It's a dinner party. So fucking good. Dude, there's so many elements. The, the dudes getting all of the shit for the dinner party was great. Oh, I, th- I love that the, the first data page is just the menu. Yeah. Oh, man. It's so good. There's so, it's just like so many of those like dishes are really good it's just like oh yeah braised fairy wings and like uh the 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 dying all these dying extinct species from this ocean that got boiled to death (laughs) i just like like, some of these interactions you get of all the fighters right like before shit's about to go down like pogger pog (laughs) (laughs) i I love he's just like yo i'm thirsty bring forth libations like let's fucking let's get this party started um and then sad boy wolverine hates parties Oh yeah, he does. Yeah, well he's well then he has like a moment with Storm and it's basically like I'm not kinda in the mood. It's like I know. It's like you're gonna talk me out of it. It's like, no, just don't fucking miss. We're like, um uh, alright. <laughs> so Wolverine's gonna try to fucking kill somebody. We're two yep. pages into and this. Someone's issue. trying to kill okay. Wolverine because he get poison. <laughs> so well that yep. too. Yep. I mean he doesn't uh, yeah. Storm was awesome. Her and yeah. Death. Storm and Death have like a really good they like they have this back and forth at the beginning where she's like, mm-hmm. Oh, like you're you're the poetic one. I really expected it to be you know, like war and then later on in the issue they end up having like a tango and they like dance through this like underwater paradise yeah. and like yeah well like war wants them all to fear them and she's like I don't, i'm not afraid of you and death's like she's not afraid of you like just back the fuck off like <laughs> yeah and then that's when they end up having that moment later like why aren't you afraid of us you've always like I've been yeah what what is your you deal because everyone else yeah, yeah they're gonna i want to know what your deal is <laughs> then we yeah, also yeah. dealing with death uh, a great moment with um magic and gorgon who are trying oh to, my like, god this is my cool. favorite to, like suss out the uh the weaknesses of everyone weaknesses and tendencies yeah, yeah. like you know what foot yeah. they favor like what hand they favor and like yeah what. he's like death is left-handed war favors the right and then like, and then yeah she's like uh still trying to work out the soft spot on the big on the big dragon there yeah. uh i don't don't know that but one. also they're trying uh, to uh figure out iska and they can't yeah that was an awesome i, couple I like pages. how wolverine's like he's got plenty of soft spots they're just all on the inside <laughs> <laughs> which is like so magic a, is gonna get eaten that, that and is then... such a wolverine fucking thing to say and it's so good yep. i mean it seems to work almost every time yeah <laughs> no one thinks like oh i'm not gonna get killed by the thing i just ate i've seen wolverine <laughs> get swallowed by things and then punch his way out of them so many i times. very i very right. much enjoy how many of wolverine's battle tactics uh infuse the fact that he's immortal like yeah. we'll just yeah. take just, any I'm chance to get ripped to shreds. Yeah, exactly. First. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a bomb inside of my body and right. then give the other guy the detonator. Well, that is, that's definitely a it's definitely a strategy most people are not gonna see coming. Right. Which is also interesting because his strategy here 
um, is to berate Jamie Braddock's for not <laughs> fucking Saturnine just, enough. Yeah. He's just <laughs> like, yo, you could have taken one for the team and have all of this over because she just wants to fuck you and this is all just a silly game to her. And he's like, so go yeah. fuck her so we can go home. Yeah. And he's like, I'm married. He's like, yeah, to reiterate, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I heard, uh, you know, giving a shit about that (laughs) involved in this conversation. It's great because, like, you know, Wolverine was married and his wife died, so he's got no sympathy for that at all. (laughs) Um, Yeah, then we get the scene with Isco where they basically, Gorgon and Magic, uh, like, basically drop their glasses and she catches them with both hands. Like, oh, ambidextrous, and she's got great reflexes, and she tries to do it to test magic, and she just opens up a fucking portal. Yeah, because she, well, she she drops, she's, like, almost on the ground and d- didn't lose a drop when she yeah. caught both glasses. Yep. And then, while she's still almost on the ground, drops them, and then in the floor, a portal opens up, and magic's like, don't don't aim low with somebody from Limbo. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, oh, not a drop spilled. It's so, dude, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, there's Dude, there's no the such Gorgon, thing as going too low uh, with somebody like, from Limbo. Kill kill as many as you can as fast as you the can. The Limbo song starts playing in the background. <laughs> nice. Limbo isn't Limbo isn't a dimension with demons. It's actually just one big game of Limbo. Yeah. Velasco is just constantly. <laughs> Hermes from what? Futurama comes walking in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we get the storm death dance sequence, where basically says, "I'm not afraid of you because I've been dealing with you." my entire life so like i'm just gonna keep dealing also with like they're gonna fuck they're right totally oh they they it. got some they got some they got some energy for sure <laughs> she likes his big jackal head <laughs> yeah and then pretty much at this point they start dinner saturn night kind of starts the event and wolverine's is pretty much like uh fuck you um <laughs> and just fucking just fucking stabs her yeah <laughs> It's like whole like yeah like fuck you for playing with us, I'm not playing these games anymore and just that's how the issue ends. Yeah, it's like I don't you know want what that swords, means for bitch, her. Bitch, I'm made of swords. <laughs> I don't know yeah. her deal if she's just gonna like appear oh, out of a different door and just is immortal and just yeah, just dude, matter. she's super magic. Did you see the super part where magic. she paused an entire war at that her own whim? Like, dude, she's not dead. Obviously, yeah, I don't think she's dead, but like she's just pissed off. Yeah, Wolverine now you just made her balls. mad. Wolverine yeah. Now she doesn't go have to go her. to the bathroom to pee. <laughs> She's got a bunch of holes in her. That's a good point. I just love how good line much Wolverine drank in this uh, in this issue. He's oh, drinking yeah, the entire he's time. Real, yeah. real hammered. Yeah. But like, he doesn't avoids... stay drunk long. Like his, A drunk for Wolverine lasts like 10 minutes. Yeah, because yeah. his metabolism just keeps repairing itself as he goes. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, there's a really good line in here, though, where she's uh, at the, the... Like, her and Wolverine are talking, and she's like... Uh, Death, death is a great change and everything dies. And he's like, hey, lady, those are some famous last words. Yeah. And then he just puts up four or six uh, claws in her. Yeah. Uh, everything yeah, dies like except many... me. I'm Wolverine. I don't die. Yeah. Okay. Have you met me? Like, come on. I've died like 40 million times. <laughs> well, if he's going to die, it's going to be at the Mermasa Blade. So there's a potential there. If they that's kill true. Wolverine, I, that's another one of those moments. Where I will throw that book across the fucking room. Yeah, I don't think Wolverine... Yeah, they kill Wolverine too much. Like, it's too easy to kill him. And I mean, I, they've only killed him once, but it was like three years I, ago. I did died. like the whole the whole thing with him and death, though. That was pretty rad. But Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Oh, I just... Dude, this quote at the end. 
I'll tell you what joins us. What joins us all? Everything dies if you can figure out how to kill it. Wolverine, <laughs> fucking badass way to end a comic. That's yep. fantastic. Well, yeah, like I guess her weakness might be on the inside. So there's that. He's just gonna have to get eaten and punch his way out. Yeah. Oh man, this is great though. This is a fucking awesome issue. So much, and it was all just a dinner party. Yeah. It's just so we got so much insight into all the characters and what's going to happen with with all these people kind of their vibes it was so good I haven't had this much fun yeah, at dinner party since clue nice. <laughs> dude i just can't wait to see like some of these fights man yeah dude I'm so, I'm so hype i'm so hype on the tournament that won't actually happen i'm lo- i love it yeah we still got to make brackets <laughs> yeah i'll get around to it we'll just take bets on we're just gonna promise it for several issue. episodes and then just you know not do just it just never follow through yeah. sorry guys <laughs> but this is great um maybe we'll get a fight next week i think there's a bunch of xbooks so we probably will there are a bunch which leads us to what's coming out today good question oh, okay. marauders okay, we got marauders wolverine. wolverine and excalibur and excalibur marauders so, okay, again so excalibur already first <laughs> yeah, so Excalibur, Marauders, and Wolverine, yeah, are all out next week. Wow, double tap on Marauders. Yeah, yeah. And TMNT comes out. Um, TMNT. And yeah, G. it's a small G. week, if I recall. Oh, deja vu. Strange. Didn't we just? It's like last week's episode. Yeah. <laughs> true. Strange Academy. Right. Yeah. Strange so. Academy just came out too. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, a new aftershock book called Miskatonic. So that might oh. be cool. Some some Lovecraftian Johns. Okay. Uh, Bill and Ted are doomed. Scarentood? Scarentood? It's like a new sure. IDW book. Yeah. I don't know. That name's doing a lot of heavy it. lifting, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty small week next week. Um, but, so, so we'll just talk about X-Men for 45 yeah. minutes. Yeah, there Pretty you go. Because, um, you know, what, what do you guys love more than us talking about X-Men? It's like. Our whole format. Name a better duo. Us. <laughs> we are an X Men podcast. We are not an X Men podcast. <laughs> we are not X Men. We I talk about know. other comics that aren't X Men. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's all the singing I will do on this show. <laughs> Probably for the best. Wow, damn. Well, that was kidding. quick. So yeah, I guess that's that's it for last week's comics, right? I think so. Awesome. So uh, make sure you follow us on uh, the Twitters and the Instagrams at last week's comics. Uh, and uh, consider giving us some of your money at duelinggenre.com slash support. Um, I think I think there's going to be some changes made to the Patreon levels pretty soon. So um, keep an eye on that. Uh, some exciting announcements are, are going to be coming your way in the next couple of months. But still consider giving us uh giving us some cash at duelinggenre.com slash support help us uh help us keep the lights on here and uh you know help the ever-expanding network of dueling genre uh podcasts um and uh please as always support your local comic shop get out there be safe buy some comics wear a mask because uh that shit still isn't going away and uh enjoy yourself enjoy uh Enjoy this 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 good news we've been given. Uh, try to God. I hope there isn't any real bad news that came out between now and when you're hearing this. But 
<laughs> enjoy yourselves. Uh, we have we have an, uh, a lot to be happy about these days. Um, we have a lot of work to do, but enjoy the happiness while you got it. Yeah. Smoke them while you got them. And 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 again, if if, if things are going differently than than what you wanted or what you expected, you'll be fine. I promise. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So for myself, Casey, Sean, and RJ, this is Tales from the Short Box. Goodbye, everybody.